Are you guys surprised? You must be. We are actually on a schedule. Can you believe that? I know. So this is all the pressure on Tushar because he has to ensure that this gets out on time. So everybody, welcome back to the Empty Bleachers podcast season two. Uh, and no, we are not just going to be talking about basketball. As much as Tushar wants to make this just a basketball podcast, I refuse to do that. So we are going to talk about the world's greatest professional sport. And that is the WWE. I mean, the NFL. <laughs> and there has been a lot going on. There's been COVID. There's been teams without quarterbacks. There's been pandemonium. You got the same guys on the top, and you got the same guys in the bottom. But the mix in the middle is quite different than usual. So we are going to talk about the NFL, something that I am very knowledgeable in. And Tushar is fantasy knowledgeable in when it comes to his own players because he stole Delvin Cook from me in our last draft. And now he is in the playoffs, and I'm not. Am I bitter? Yes. Did he cheat? Yes. Is If he wins, should he give me the the money that doesn't exist and the trophy? Yes. He should just give me his account. So, on behalf of myself and Tushar, welcome back to the Empty Bleachers podcast. And Tushar, tell the good people how you're doing. <laughs> okay, first of all, <laughs> I did not steal Davin Cook from you. You did. I did not. Was he not on my team at one point? <laughs> I know, but... Did, we not, re- did we not have to do a redraft because there was a draft issue? I know, and when we were redrafting... For the second round, everyone said it's open market. You can pick anyone you want. I got and Joe I Mixon. I got, I got instead of Dalvin Cook, who is the number two running back in the league. I've got Joe Mixon. That's played five games. Five games, but, teacher. You 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 could have picked Lockett, but he didn't. I got Lockett in another team. You don't need to. You don't need to question my love of Tyler Lockett. I love that man more than I love members of my own family. So we are uh, not talking about how who I want to talk about who has been hugely disappointing this year. Somebody that's carried fantasy teams. The 2019 MVP, that is the 2020 un-MVP, Mr. Lamar Jackson. I don't know what happened to you. I don't know what you did in your off time. I know that you just recently got over COVID, and I'm glad that you came out better on the other side. But, man... That team is a shell of last year, and it all comes down to the quarterback play. Lamar Jackson is overthrowing guys by 20, 20 yards and five feet up in the air. I don't know what's happened. I don't know if they've changed the scheme on him, trying to make him more of a pocket quarterback, or if he's just injured and not saying anything. I'm not sure, but there's been some sense of gleams of, possibly returning to the Lamar Jackson of last year, but they've been few and far between. This is a quarterback that seems lost. And this can be dangerous because you can't always recover. And then you see what Patrick Mahomes is doing in Kansas City. And Patrick Mahomes is a special kind of guy. I don't think we'll ever see a quarterback rise to the level of a Patrick Mahomes in a very, very long time. This guy is something special. But everybody thought that Lamar Jackson could be there as well. And he has regressed. He has regressed horribly. His numbers in every statistical area are down by a lot. And I don't know where you go from here. You're st- you're not a guaranteed playoff team. You're still on the hunt. But you- you're not going to take over the division because Pittsburgh has had an outstanding year. I'm looking forward to touching on them in a couple minutes. But... You can't blame the coaching. You can maybe blame the offensive coordinator. Uh, Harbaugh is a great coach. He doesn't have anything to worry about. Uh, 
Lamar Jackson is under the learning tree there, but I don't know if you change if you simplify it or what. But I don't know how many Ravens games you've watched this year, too, Shara. But he is not as dynamic as he was last year. So I was watching a highlight reel for Lamar Jackson last year. Uh, pretty good. Like, like it looked like okay, he can be a superstar, and he won the MVP. But I was watching this game a couple of weeks ago. I think it was Sunday, or maybe it was. I, I think it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday game, and I was watching it. And I'm like, who is that? Like that? Like, oh, are you talking about the Tuesday night game that just happened between them and the Cowboys? Ah, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. Okay. I, I, I don't remember who they were playing against, but um, I was looking at it. And I'm like, that doesn't like. I think his form has changed. Like, I don't think he's like playing the same way. Might just be me because I don't watch football as much. I watch it like here and there and keep track of scores and what's going on and who's winning, who's losing because I have a fantasy team. But I, I don't think he's playing the same way. I, I think he's tried to do something different, the team management or he, just him tried to do something different and it has backfired, my opinion. Yeah, I, I'm not sure, but they need to really reevaluate because you can't have somebody that caliber regressing. Uh, quarterbacks are very hard to find. Superstar quarterbacks are impossible to find. So you really need to lock in there because the Steelers are only getting better. Uh, The Steelers, I just got recently got beat by the Washington Redskins in a huge upset, but they've had a great season. But there was a lot of talk about them going undefeated. They were probably the softest undefeated team up to that point that I'd seen in a while. Um, The big issue is you compare them to the New England Patriots. When the Patriots had their big run where they had undefeated regular season, they were a juggernaut. They were absolutely dominating. Like, they would do things to teams, like they would pump them by 50 points. Pittsburgh always just was hanging around. Like, they they played good. Their defense is probably the best defense in the league right now. But the offense, with all the talent it has, they're okay. Like, they're going to do well in the playoffs. I don't think they I don't think they have the firepower to beat to the Kansas City Chiefs. And they're a good team, but I never got that vibe from them that oh my god, this this is a team. This is a dominant team. They were a successful team. They still will be. They'll probably end up with they'll probably end up with a 14 and 2 record. But like sorry. For me it just feels like it's like I don't know. Let me figure. I think they they look like the Detroit Pistons, who beat the Lakers back in the days. Like it's like they are a soft team. They're not as talented, but the other team sucks so much that they keep winning. And now when they have to go to the playoffs and then face against the teams which are actually good. I don't think he, they can pull it off. I don't. Yeah, think but can. cycling cycling back to the Ravens, that's been the Ravens' Achilles heel all year. Is they, Yeah, they still light it up against bad teams, but when they face a good team like Kansas City, they never come up on the winning side of it. So it's interesting to bring that up because then we can tie all back around and make a nice little pretty loop there. It's a matter of if you want to be a dominant team, you have to dominate teams. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City... You don't bet against Kansas City. No. Because they're going to lose a game. They're not going to go and have an undefeated season. But the amount of firepower that they have, 
even if they're down 21 points, which they've come back from. Um, but even when they're down a lot of points, you trust that they're going to come back just because of the amount of firepower they have. Like Tyree Kill got me nearly 60 points in fantasy. Well, like yeah, that's so yes, but at the same time, Tyler Lockett got you 50 some a uh, couple uh, like uh, three months ago as well. Uh, guys know. go off, but you look at Travis Kelsey, who is the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's having probably top three all-time tight end seasons this year. He's going off, and this team this team is young. Other than uh, Kelsey, Kelsey's starting to get a little bit up there in age. Not too bad. He's still got some good years left in him. Uh, it's scary. The only thing that's going to hurt this team is salary cap. They're going to run into a problem where they're going to have to pay a lot of guys a lot of money, and that's usually when teams like this start to fall apart. Yeah. Um, speaking of teams that are falling apart or not living up to the hype, and this one's going to hurt my Tom Brady soul inside, <laughs> but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, they they got a winning record, but they are not playing like a good team. Nope. Uh, this team at the beginning of the year was a Super Bowl favorite. There was no talk of them going undefeated, but the numbers that they were going to put up. When you have Mike Evans, and you have uh, Godwin, and you have Gronk back, and you've got all these players, and Antonio Brown, even though the the, 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 the luster has been well wiped off of Antonio Brown, this is a team that should be a lot better than it is. And this is... A, a surefire point that you can make these dream teams like you do in the NBA. I'll tie it back to your favorite sport too, sure. But it doesn't always necessarily work. Yeah. You can have all the talent in the world, but if the chemistry isn't there and you don't put it together, be it the coach, be it the players, be it the playbook, it just doesn't work. And that's what you're seeing right now. A lot of people are saying that Brady's Brady's aging which he is, we can't, we can't argue that, but he's still a good quarterback. I think this comes down more to the, to the play calling, whereas that should be an air raid offense. Brady should, Brady should be throwing a lot more than he is, and his receivers need to get open. There's been a lot of injury issues, especially with Mike Evans, um, and then Gronk is finally starting to find his footing, which took a while, but when you've been out of the out of the game as long as he has, it's going to take a while. I don't know what they can do to right that ship, uh, but they're it's scary. Like you don't, you shouldn't be expecting that team to not make the playoffs. And I think right now a lot more people are expecting them to miss the playoffs than to make the playoffs. I I don't think Tom like Tom Brady is obviously getting old, but he's playing good. Like he's not playing like soup. Like he's not playing the best. He can. Well, no, he, he's especially, getting older. Especially a guy with his with his resume, he, he, yeah. like he's he's going to regress a little bit. Yeah, and like I don't I don't mind him playing like that. If he can play like that for the next couple of years, he can be in the league. Sure, like he's still as good as the, like he's still in, like I would say top ten quarterbacks in the league. I would say. Yeah, I only I think he's got one more year. I think he's going to give Tampa Bay one more year, and then he's done. I he I, I, be. I really hope see because. I really hope that I don't. He doesn't have that Joe Montana in him where he just keeps going until he can't go anymore. Uh, I'm hoping that he's got the people around him to tell him when's enough. Because when you're a superstar, sometimes you need to be told that. 
Uh, but I, I don't feel that right now. Um, a good a good example will tie it into our, our shared love of professional wrestling. The Undertaker's been bad for a long time. Yep. He is not, not necessarily bad, just he was nowhere close to what he once was. But he stuck around too long trying to chase out one more big match. I feel that that could happen with Brady, but I'd like to think that he is has the know-withal to be like, okay, it's it's time to step away. So the way he's playing right now, I see him having one more one more year at the Buccaneers, and as long as it's not a tremendous failure, I think maybe he just goes out on that. He has nothing. He doesn't have to prove anything to anybody other than himself at this point. But tying it back, we they, this this team right now is seven and five. Not a horrible record, but people expected them to be a lot better than this. And the Saints have already won that division. Yeah. So I don't know. They're going in as a wild card. And that is they, that wild card's competitive right now. So like I'm just thinking about it because I, I don't really watch a lot of footballs but uh, football but when I when I start like the season started everyone wrote Cleveland Browns out. That's true. Oh we're touching on a we're touching on a good subject. Good job Chief. Everyone left him out. Like I get it. They had Odell Beckham who's who's injured right now. He's not playing. They had what's his name? Jarvis Landry who yeah. when he's not in my lineup, he plays perfectly fine. He gets me 25 points. But as soon as I put him in the starting lineup, he has a bad game. Welcome, welcome to Jarvis Landry. He's been doing that since he <laughs> got in the totally, league. Totally acceptable. Um, Baker Mayfield had three touchdowns. He, he threw three four. touchdowns. Four. Oh, he had four. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Four touchdowns. You can't tell me that this guy is not talented. I am. You cannot say it. No, don't say no, it. No, listen to you, Shark. To share this, we're not talking about the NBA, and I am more respectful. <laughs> I'm more. I'm more respectful of your <laughs> ignorance of football. But I am going to say this. You're right. The issue on the Browns is not Baker Mayfield, even though I thought it was. Is Baker Mayfield a superstar? I don't think so. No, he's not. But. A super- he, he could be a fairly decent quarterback. Yeah. And this is going to hurt me to my core. This player I've had on fantasy teams since the beginning of his career. This is a man that I have watched probably hundreds of games. If he's played 100 games, at least 100 games, I've probably watched. The problem with the Cleveland Browns is Odell Beckham. The big reason for that is Baker Mayfield is still a young quarterback. Odell Beckham is a polarizing superstar. He's also a guy that is very emotional, wears his heart on his sleeve, and at times can display... I don't like to say diva behavior. I'm going to call it superstar behavior. Possibility. And, yeah... And the problem is when it comes to being that talented, you want the ball all the time, which is understandable because if you look back at those giant games, Eli threw him the ball 13, 14 times a game, every game. Yeah. When Baker Mayfield forces the ball to Odell Beckham, they lose. Yeah. And they look horrible doing it. Mm-hmm. When Odell Beckham, he hasn't been on the field this year. He, he did play fairly well at the beginning of the year before he got injured. Yeah. But... I feel that the best thing for the Cleveland Browns is to trade Odell Beckham because Odell Beckham needs to go to a team 
Ah, uh, let's throw out some names. Green Bay. Uh, let's. I don't want to see him on the Steelers. Uh, maybe Detroit. Detroit would be a good place for him. He needs to be somewhere with an established quarterback that's not going to really play into the hype. You throw to the open man. Yeah. You don't. The problem is there's a good example and a shout out to our good buddy John, who will probably be on the podcast in the very near future. He is a big Denver Broncos fan. The Denver Broncos have a rookie quarterback. Well, rookie second-year quarterback, uh, Drew Locke. And he's got a lot of weapons around him. But he's got receiver lock, where he locks in on a receiver and will pass to him all game, regardless if he's open or not. It's basically what happens with all rookie quarterbacks. is You go to where you feel safe, like a security blanket. That's really why tight ends do well with rookie, with rookie quarterbacks. But it's just a matter of when Odell Beckham is on the field with Baker Mayfield, I feel that Baker Mayfield feels a need to target him a lot more than he kind of has to, and it hurts the team. So if I was the Cleveland Browns, you try and move Beckham. I know his stock isn't necessarily high, but he's still a superstar, and he'll get those. He'll, he'll get offers, but I feel that that's probably the best thing for this team because this team is – Eight and four right now, if I, I am correct. I might be wrong on that. But uh, there it's 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 better. It's better than eight and four. It's nine and three. Yeah, so like they're they're playing good football. It's not sexy football by any means. No. But they've got they got the running game with Kareem Hunt and and uh, Chubb. And there's nothing wrong with that old style smash mouth football, and the defense can hold its own. Yep. So I, I don't see them making a deep run in the playoffs. I don't no. I don't think that they'll get very far. But they're showing that they are a good team and that Baker Mayfield isn't necessarily as bad a quarterback as everybody, including myself, thought that he was. But, yeah, I think that they really need to move on from Beckham. And they got Higgins there, who is really developing into a good little number two wide receiver. And you've got Landry. You've got weapons. Yeah. So you move sometimes it's like driving a Lamborghini in Canada. Great in the summer, not so great in the winter. And sometimes you have to realize that having the sexy toy isn't the most practical thing and you need to move on. So, so a couple of questions. Yeah. Uh, is it Baker Mayfield's second or third year in the league? I believe it's his second year actually, actually being the, the starter because he stepped in in the middle of. The middle of last year. Yeah. Okay. So two years, people judge like I. I think he's a good enough quarterback. He's not a superstar by any means. Like he's, he, he could develop into one, but I think he, we would have could be like we would have we would have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's he, not. He started. He started in two thousand and eighteen. Sorry, two thousand and eighteen was when he so started. It's the third year. Third year. Yep. Then. Um. Like I don't. I don't watch that much football. I saw. I. I've actually seen like two full games with Cleveland Browns and. I think he was pretty good. He wasn't as good as I would say Mahomes. Like obviously not. Mahomes is no. Oh, well, Mahomes. the problem. Is, yeah, you can't you can't compare Mahomes to anybody right now. There's a yeah. reason. There's a reason the Chiefs gave him five hundred million dollars. You'll never yeah. see that contract again. It's because he's just head and shoulders above the rest. But yeah, no, he, just, he he's got a good good career. Um, his stats aren't amazing, 
Yeah. I mean, he's got he's got a 61% completion average. He's thrown for 70 touchdowns, 42 interceptions. Uh, so he, he can win games, and he's got a good arm, and he seems to have an all right head on his shoulders. It's just a matter of you need to kind of cater the team around him for him to be good. And yeah, you just need to you kind of need to move on from uh, from Beckham, unfortunately. Uh, Beckham is wide receiver, right? If he's a- Beck- yeah, Beckham is wide is a wide receiver. He uh, he started his career with the Giants, did really well, put up ridiculous numbers, got ridiculous catches. But the problem is they were going through a transition phase from Eli Manning, um, and he wasn't getting. They weren't playing well near the end of Manning's tenure there. So he kind of wanted, he kind of was fussy, wanted out. Um, so they traded him to the Cleveland. He also got injured one year with an ankle injury, I believe. I could be mistaken on that one. So they moved on, traded him to the Cleveland Browns. It was kind of viewed for as a regular fan that viewed the trade kind of like they were trading him to Cleveland to die. Like they were like, okay, well, you can move on, but you're not going to go somewhere where we feel like you're going to be a threat. And the general feeling was that they traded him to Cleveland kind of to die, you know, in a sense. They weren't they were gonna trade him somewhere where they knew that he probably wasn't gonna be happy as well as not be super successful, especially with, with a rookie a young quarterback going in. So he did he did he didn't do great last year. Uh, it was a really rough year for him. And this year he was starting to show glimpses of his old self and then of course got injured making a tackle of all things. But uh yeah, it's just a matter of yeah, it's time to move on this experiment. It wasn't a failure, but it wasn't a huge success. Trade him to a team, maybe even get a first round draft pick for him because there is still value in the old Beckham name and he's still a young player. Uh, so but it's interesting to see where he goes, but uh, it's it's rumored already that he's on the way out from Cleveland, especially with the emergence of Rashard Higgins. So we'll see. And uh, hopefully this helps all members of that team, especially Mayfield. And Odell can get a fresh start somewhere where he has a realistic shot of winning a championship in the next couple of years. I, I get why he's popular. Like he had some, like you mentioned earlier, he had some crazy numbers uh, with uh, with his former team. But but you think about it, he's not even top five. Like, he's he's not even in the top five right now. Like well, he was. He was with the Giants. They just they with, with the Giants, yes. With no Giants, wide receiver, no wide receiver will ever be a top five in Cleveland. Cleveland is a run first offense now, yeah. and you're you're never going to see a wide receiver getting like twelve hundred yards and ten touchdowns. It's just not going to happen with this the way this offense is right now. So it doesn't it doesn't suit the Odell Beckham play style. So it just as I said numerous times. It's time to move on. Uh, one yeah. team that I am really going to talk about moving on from is the New York Jets. This is a worse team than the Lions were when they had their 0-16 season. This is a putrid, cesspool, garbage, tire fire of a team. It starts with the coaching. They need to fire the entire team. They fired their defense coordinator. Because they were actually going to win a game. There's 42 seconds left against the Oakland, Ra- Oakland Raiders, the LA, L- LA, Las Vegas Raiders. It's easy for me to say. And you have 42 seconds left. You have to get a big play down. What's the usual play called at the end of the game when you need to get a crazy amount of yardage? You kick it. Don't no, you? you don't kick it. It's a Hail Mary. You throw a Hail Mary, which 
all your wide receivers run as fast as they can down the field and you bomb it. So usually what any logical team does is they line their defensive backs and their safeties so far back up the field that it's it usually never works. The reason it's called a Hail Mary. So the Vegas, the Vegas Raiders line up for a Hail Mary. And instead of calling that logical play where you back up the corners and the safety, you call a blitz, which leaves your field open and the Raiders ended up getting a touchdown. So instead of being one, I don't know why you would try and win at this point anyways. I guess it's just to uh, kind of keep somewhat some kind of pride. Uh, yeah, the Jets are now 0-12. They need to move on from Donald. He, uh, I feel that he's a serviceable quarterback. He's just not getting anything from this team. I feel bad for any quarterback that's drafted by them next year. This team is horrible. Gase needs to be fired immediately. That whole It needs to be sanitized from the top down. This team is horrendous. And I don't really have anything else to say other than just blow it up. Blow it up. They've already moved most of their good pieces. Anything that's left with trade value, you move it. You start from the ground up because it's a bad, 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 bad team. Okay, okay. <laughs> because they have the worst record in the league. It's okay. We can, uh, you don't have to explain it that much. Everyone knows. <laughs> I don't know if people do. I've unfortunately watched some Jets games, and they're a bad, 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 <laughs> bad team. Like, I, I, words cannot comprehend how bad this team is. They are putrid. So I don't know. I like they're gonna get the first pick in the draft. I don't think that'll. The problem is, if you want to build a good team, you start with your offensive line. The least sexy picks in the draft are linemen because they do a big part. But people want sexy players. They want quarterbacks. They want wide receivers. The problem with a quarterback, you can have the world's best quarterback if he does not have time to throw the ball. Then what's the point in having a quarterback? Because he's just going to get injured. Look at Andrew Luck. And well, he, had, at he had a Joe decent Burrow. Look at Joe Burrow throwing the ball 50 times a game and getting yeah. sacked like five, six, ten times. I uh, feel bad for that guy, to be honest. It's his, it's his first year and he gets injured. Like, he was first looking, year. He was looking so good. Like, even yeah, behind like, that line and not the greatest offense, um, he looked outstanding. And his leg injury, that's a bad leg injury. That's the kind of leg injury you have, and you don't come back as the same player. Luckily, he's young. The NFL has the best doctors on the planet, so he should be fine. But, like, it just shows that you can have a superstar quarterback, but if you don't have the offensive line to keep him safe and you don't call the right play calls to get the ball out of his hands faster then it doesn't matter the talent level because you're just, you're putting them out there to die. So I don't know. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is projected to be the number one pick. He's been a stud in college. Uh, he's been named a couple times as a surefire hit for who, whatever team gets him. But if I was him, I'm going back to school for another year. I am not getting drafted by the New York Jets. Or if I do get drafted, I'm going to, I'm going to pull a James Harden and be like, I'm not playing here. That team is that bad. That bad. Yeah. Like, I think I watched one of those uh, college football games last year. And, like, uh, I watched Trevor. And I I don't know if he should come in right now. It's not. It's it's bad. You're going to 
you're gonna destroy your career basically if you sign up with that. Sign up with uh, New York Jets because by the looks of it, they I don't think they're gonna win any more games unless Jaguars decide to just lose all of the game and Jets win two or three more. But it just that team is bad. Like I like compared to NBA, Cleveland Cavaliers are bad, but even they win some games. Like they are not that stupid, but this is just this is this is bad. This is really bad. But um, other than that, a couple quick notes before we let you, the good listener, go. Um, Alex Smith, he had a debilitating leg injury, one of the nastiest in sports histories. Was gone for two almost two full years. Uh, he's a starting quarterback again. He's playing really well. He even led the upset over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, good on him. I'm surprised. I don't know if I was him, if I would have come back, but I guess he's just a stronger person than I am. Uh, so good on him. And I hope that he's, he's an older, he's an older guy. So I don't imagine he'll have too much longer, maybe another year in him tops, but uh, good on him. He'll be comeback player of the year for sure, because he almost lost his leg from going to almost, to almost losing your leg to being a quarterback in the NFL again, that nobody will ever be able, able to take that away from him. Yep. Uh, Green Bay Packers are looking good. That's a team that can be very dangerous in the playoffs. I don't know if they have the firepower to keep up with your uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs, but uh, Adams has had an outstanding year, uh, and Aaron Rodgers looks like the Aaron Rodgers of old. It looks like this play calling for with the uh, new head coach and everything. I know that there was some there was some upset people, and it's still looking back on it, they did a horrible draft this year as the Green Bay Packers did. But they are looking good, and as long as Devontae Adams stays healthy and Aaron Rodgers stays healthy and Aaron Jones is relatively healthy, then they've got a good shot of making a deep run. But unfortunately, I don't think anybody will take down the Kansas City Chiefs. They are a powerhouse. I, if if Pittsburgh can't take them down, nobody will be able to take them down. That's a well-built team. I see this being the last year for them to really be a powerhouse before uh, the salary cap issues start hitting in that, but uh, you never want to count out Patrick Mahomes. So I think that this is their year. So, but that leads actually into an interesting topic. This will be the last topic, I promise. COVID. COVID has uh, COVID has really affected the NFL in weird ways. Uh, yep. A couple weeks ago. The Denver Broncos, one of the Denver Broncos quarterbacks, tested positive for COVID. None of the quarterbacks wore masks when they were together. And the league was like, we're going to make an example out of you and force them to play a game with no quarterback. So this forced them to play a wide receiver as quarterback. Do you want to guess how that went to her? Pretty badly. One pass for 13 yards. Uh, it It was an abysmal abysmal showing but that proves that playing quarterback in this league is hard it's a hard position it's one of the hardest positions in sports yep so when you have a guy that's not a trained real trained quarterback it's out of high school um there's issues but why i'm bringing this up because yes lots of players have been affected and i don't really know how well the uh the players are taking covid how serious they are i'm sure some are but the playoffs they're not doing a bubble system, which means it's just going to be kind of a free-for-all. So let's say that the Kansas City Chiefs make the Super Bowl, and then Patrick Mahomes gets COVID. What does that look like? 
That looks Somebody, bad for the league. anybody out there, name me the backup quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm actually Googling it right now because oh, I, have, uh, I have I have no, no clue. Chad Henney. Chad Henney. Good old, good old Chad Henney the, uh, was once the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's a, he's a serviceable backup. He's an average backup. He's not Patrick Mahomes. And he's going to be a worse quarterback than anybody he plays in the Super Bowl, be it Aaron Rodgers or uh trying to blank on his name. Yeah, ben Roethlisberger. Uh, uh, they I, have, sorry? They have a couple more. They have uh, Shia Patterson, too, who hasn't played the game. But, uh, yeah, I've that looks bad. That looks really bad. Hey. So I don't understand why they wouldn't want to do the bubble system. I don't really understand that. Just because do it for the playoffs, it's only a month, a month and a bit. But it's it's gonna. That's um, that's gonna be something that uh, it could play a big part in it. And the thing is, Vegas is very run by betting. Of course, fantasy football is a billion-dollar industry. Uh, so it's going to be interesting when you see all these bets up there and then, like, the fluctuation, especially during playoffs, because I will say that the NFL has the best playoffs in any professional league, mostly because it's one game. You uh, show up or you don't. Oh, here comes Tushar with, I'd like to argue that the NBA... I would say soccer and cricket. Yeah. That's okay. Go ahead. Okay, in North America... Yeah, say that. Exciting. Say that. that. That's that's much more for all, digestible. For all our cricket fans out there, I don't know anything about your sport. Um, but I will say in North America then that the NFL has the best playoffs because of the intensity of it and how hard you have to work for it to be gone within one game. And so I'm just I'm intrigued. I don't know why they wouldn't introduce the bubble, but uh, the, the NFL is always been kind of loose with covid the entire year uh, i will con- i will say that the nba did an amazing job handling it so did mlb uh football has not football has been kind of like okay your team's got covid let's push the game back until some guys heal up if they don't heal up put the backups out sure we'll play a game on tuesday at two o'clock in the afternoon who cares we're the nfl you're gonna watch it but i think yeah. they've almost become a victim of their own success in a way that Team a lot a lot of players have got it. I don't know what the number is, but it's 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 a lot, and you've got superstars getting it. Uh, so it just comes down to the fact that really teams aren't taking it overly serious. I think the Ravens had something like twenty guys have it. I just what's what's wrong can a bubble do? How hard can it be? Like, you have these matchups. You know this is going to happen. These are the four teams. Let's say for two rounds. These are the four teams playing each other. And then they're going to play each other. Whoever wins plays the other one. It's not hard. It's just that I think they don't give a damn. They're like, oh, we don't care. We are the NFL, like you said earlier. I'm like, that's that's just stupid to me. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, It'll be interesting, and it'll it'll make for some dynamic watching for sure, and it's going to make for a lot of nervous gamblers. But uh, but no, overall, the I don't know, I can't say that the NFL has handled it with overall success. They're going to get through the season one way or the other. Uh, 
I just don't know when things are looked back upon if they did it the right way or if they just kind of was like, okay, you guys are going to live and die by your own decisions. So, and with that downer, uh, maybe so we're not finishing on that. I will say, I will go and make the safe bet that your Super Bowl champions this year will be the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I will agree with that. I think they are the like the most suited ones. Like, I, which are the, they? They are two teams, maybe one or two teams which can beat them. Unless there's a huge upset, and then that's a different thing altogether. Well, there's always going to be that dark horse, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. But I will. Way. I will shout out the NFL for getting the weekend to perform the halftime show uh, this year. I feel <sighs> that's a really good pick. Just Don't get off. What do you have against the weekend? You, no, he was I, lo- like, I love that guy. I know you do. So what's wrong with him performing at the Super Bowl? He lost Grammys just because he's performing for the NFL. Who cares about the Grammys? People do. Nobody it's, cares about the Grammys. Yeah, just because Nobody. you know how to sound like other because people you. don't. Who cares about the Grammys? Why do we care about the Grammys? Well, yes, yeah, so we're, we're, we're sidebarring this NFL talk. Why should we care about the Grammys in 2022, Sharp? Because it introduces you to more people because there are people. He's seriously. playing the Super Bowl. It's the most watched thing in the in the, every year on television. How was that? In not North America. In North America only. That, that's it. That, that's so you're saying that international, people internationally that haven't heard of The Weeknd are going to seek him out because he won Best Pop Album at the Grammys. First of all, it'd be Best R&B. Not well, the, best it's pop. the Grammys. Oh, you know what? It's not even R&B because Grammy's dad messed up. They'll probably put him in urban contemporary. Okay. What the hell is urban you're, you're, contemporary? You're doing, you're doing a real good. Uh, you're doing a real good job of explaining your point as to why the Super Bowl is less important than the Grammys. No, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying Super Bowl is not important. Super Bowl is an important thing. Like people who perform in Super Bowl is like it's an important thing for anyone to do. It's just that I'm just mad. That because of one thing, which which is it's not affecting how people see Grammy. Like he could still have performed at the Grammy show and still have done the uh, NFL halftime show. Nine point nine million people watched the Super Bowl last year. I can bet you everything that I own that a hundred million people don't care about the Grammys. I think they do. I don't think they do. I I don't think. Well, they were. I bet LeBron James doesn't care about the Grammys. <laughs> well, I will say this as a closing remark, too, sure. I care more about the Grammys than I do about the 2020 NBA Finals. 2020 NBA Finals were the most difficult NBA Finals. Yeah, they ever. were. Oh, well, if we want to talk about, do we want to compare viewers to the Super Bowl? Because. The NBA Finals hardly got 5 million people watching. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's see Patrick Mahomes getting COVID. Then let's talk about numbers. Okay, well, that was... That, I'm sorry, good listener. That was the worst closing argument by anybody ever in the history of arguing. So... I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, NBA got too political. That's, that's the only reason people didn't watch it. Did I like them being political? Hell yeah. Uh, didn't the NFL take knees? Ha! Who is talking about the NFL taking knees? 
Who you're talking about politics. I mean, you're talking about the, you're talking about leagues getting political. No, but what I'm saying is, you take me before the game, and then it's done. They were literally wearing T-shirts, like their jerseys with things written on them. They were every ad between, uh, like the games were about like uh, making uh, away, creating awareness amongst people about the Black Lives Matters movement and. It got too political. I'm not. I'm not mad that it did. It it kind of had to be done, but it's just that's the reason people didn't watch it. Sure. Okay. Well, if anybody wants to reach out to us on social media and let us know your take about what we just argued about, <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know. I am in it. I I I am without words. So, okay. Okay. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye bye, everybody. Bye. Uh, Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>